what did you think was going to happen when you poked the bear? Did you think he was going to ignore you? I think not. This is Terry Jordan Adams of Sued by the Debt Collector, suedbythedebtcollector.com. Make sure you visit us. And please don't forget to follow us and subscribe. Help us to grow the channel. And you know what? Leave a comment. Tell us what you're interested in and learning about as it relates to being sued by the debt collector. Now, in this episode, what we're going to talk about is the hibernating bear versus the debt collector that got caught sleeping. Very, very interesting, I know. Um, this actually, this episode was inspired by um, my clients. I, I had a client um, that I'd spoken to and um, <laughs> he ended up having to tell his wife, don't poke the bear. And then he called me and, and we kind of talked it through. Now, um, you know who you are and he's, gracious they're gracious so I expect that we'll be able to get them on the podcast pretty soon but in the meantime let me kind of give you a, a little backstory on um, this particular client you know I try to protect the, the names and stuff so we'll go with that anyway so um, this client of mine and his wife um, they were in a situation much like most of us that are here that have been sued by debt collectors and they needed help and um, so I did the consultation and um, we came to an agreement and they went ahead and they enrolled in um, the program, um, SAP, Suit Acceleration Program. And as they went through the process, they, they got educated about how these debt collectors like to scam consumers. And in the process, hey, got a little bug flying around, sorry. Anyway, so in the process, they were, they were like that ideal client I'm not even gonna lie they they did the course they followed the steps where they had questions I was available and we could kind of talk it out and you know get them to understand the dynamic of what was going on and um, they answered so well on their debt collection lawsuit that the debt collector came back and offered them more than 50% discount or settlement. Okay, you know, I'm a little bit warm. I'm gonna open up my, um, hopefully it doesn't give me too much sun. Um, anyway, so they came back and offered them more than 50% discount. So they called me up and said, should we accept it? And I said, well, it depends what success means to you. And, you know, I let them know if it were me, I wouldn't do it and and here's the reason why I said that for me when I filed um, my answer if they've gone ahead and made claims against you in a lawsuit then they should have everything they need to prove their claims and the fact that they're willing to come back like pretty quickly and say hey you know what we'll settle for half or whatever it is means that they don't have what they said they should have what they claimed in their lawsuit. So that should be a slam dunk, right? Not a slam dunk. So what ended up happening is they opted not to um, settle with them. So now it's about five months later, they get this random piece of paper in an envelope and it was um, requesting a court uh, trial setting date. No instructions, no other documentation, nothing. 
it just said that they you know wanted a trial trial a date set for trial and it said they didn't want a jury and that discovery was complete i'm painting this picture because this is so valuable well what ended up happening is they never did discovery okay but they put on this document that discovery was done and they didn't want a jury why not if you have everything you say that you have in this claim why wouldn't you want a jury it's because these debt collectors know that people don't like debt collectors and you always want to get a jury trial if you can because if it actually does go to trial the case is going to be judged by your peers people like me and you okay and not just the judge okay it's going to be people that are actually looking at the case and that um, they're jury of our peers we always want that when we can we lock in on that okay that's just that's a free one that's a free nugget anyway so his wife says oh we need to contact them about this document blah 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 and he's like no do not contact them and um, he's saying there's nothing to do well let me tell you why he was right one of the things that I teach is you always have to monitor your case so that you don't get any surprises. And they were so good at following instructions on everything that I instructed them to do. When they checked the case, this document that they just stuck in the mail and sent it to them, this one page, no instructions, they had never filed this with the court. Well, here's the thing. If you need a trial date set it, setting set, you know what I mean. If you need a trial set, that has nothing to do with you communicating with the defendant. The court has to look at their calendar and it gets put on their calendar. It has nothing to do with the defendant. That comes after the fact. Then the court says, hey, this is your trial date setting, okay? But 10 days later, they had not filed anything with the court. What does that mean? That means, in my opinion, they weren't serious about getting a trial set and they said that they didn't do discovery well if you didn't do discovery and you want a trial date set what you're saying is I don't have any further information which means that you didn't not only prove your claim because the burden of proof is on the plaintiff it's on them not only that but you did not address the issues um, from the answer and then you are not willing to do any further research that sounds like a case that's gonna go left for them <laughs> they're not willing to do the work but remember they are in a business so anyway going back to the hibernating bear okay the reason why that was important is because he told his wife don't poke the bear why did he say that well now let's get into what happens when a, a bear hibernates. I got notes here. <laughs> so first and foremost, when a, when a bear hibernates, they lower their temperature, their body temperature, eight to 12 degrees, and they conserve energy, okay? So much like the debt collector that's being caught sleeping, once they, um, hire the attorneys then they get the attorneys to file the original paperwork which is the lawsuit then 
they start to pull back on their resources, like the bears pulling back on energy. They win nine out of 10 cases from consumers that don't respond to their lawsuits, okay? So typically, they don't have to expend any extra energy. But in our case, we respond. So here's the thing. While the debt collectors are expecting the time to expire, our clients, our team, our breed, we have already filed a response. So because we've already filed a response, they may not be paying attention to what they need to do next. Okay, but here's the thing. My clients, they responded so well. They were like, oh, we need a trial setting. But they said discovery was done. In my opinion, that was a ploy to try to get them to contact them and put them in fear of going to trial. Well, the bottom line is they got caught sleeping because they did not do discovery. They did not address the issues um, that were in the answer. They did nothing else. They're conserving energy. They're conserving resources. I believe that they're looking at it from a place of, we're not going to win this, so let's just try to throw a Hail Mary. Okay, so that's the first comparison with the um, hibernating bear and the debt collector that's got caught sleeping. Now, um, another thing though, is just because a bear is hibernating doesn't mean that they are in a coma, okay? They can wake up, they move around their den, and then they just go back to rest. So with the debt collector, it doesn't mean that their business is shut down. They are filing thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands, thousands, thousands of other lawsuits. So they're still operating in their industry. They're still operating in their, um, in their den. Okay, so it doesn't mean they're out of business. It just means that they may not be paying attention to what you've got going on. Okay, so um, what happens when the bear comes out of hibernation? Something woke the bear up. Who poked the bear? The, the bear got poked. When the bear wakes up, the bear is grumpy. The bear is hungry. And the bear is aggressive. Okay? Now, going back to the debt collector. When you poke the bear or you poke the debt collector, you make them aware of your presence all of a sudden, they've diverted their attention away from any of their other re regular operations and they may realize, oh, these people may not have answered. Okay, let me hurry up and get a default judgment against them. Or these people, um, they're reaching out and asking us for things. So you're alerting them to your presence and your situation and you're causing them to evaluate or, or audit the condition of, or the status of your case. You don't want to do that. That's not how we teach strategy. We want to just fly below radar, poof, so that everything works in our favor, right? Okay, so when, like the grumpy, grumpy bear that comes out of hibernation, if they realize that they were caught 
sleeping, they're going to expedite their efforts. They're going to try to rush and get through things and try to hurry up, maybe put in a default judgment or try to, you know, throw a Hail Mary. You know what? We're going to act like we want um, a, a court setting, a court filing date for the trial because that's an effort to intimidate, you know, the, the defendant. So you're going to cause them to be reactive because you've woken them up. You don't want that. And they're going to be grumpy because they realize that, oh, crap, we dropped the ball. So you don't, you don't, don't poke the bear. You don't want to do that. Okay. Um, also, by doing that, it runs the risk of the debt collector losing the case. So now you've put them in danger of losing money. Because remember, they are in this for business and business only. Okay, and now that you've poked them, you've made them aware that they could be possibly losing money, and they they're faced with a decision, and so they're gonna <clears throat> they're gonna be disturbed and they're gonna be concerned about approaching danger, and so they're gonna do whatever they can do that's reasonable for them to make profit, to take advantage of the situation, especially your emotions. Okay, and that's one of the things that you really want to be mindful. Okay, their behavior at this point is in instinctual, just like the bear. The bear's gonna wake up hungry, he's gonna want something to eat. And in the debt collector's case, he's gonna go for you for dinner, okay? Now, um, what does that look like for you? When we talk about strategy, we talk about, first off, knowing what you want out of the case. Do you want to settle? Do you not want to settle? Do you want this case to be dismissed? You know, you have to go through the work and you have to have the emotional confidence to know that it's okay. They're only doing what they're expected to do. They're not your friend. They're not going to be ethical. They're not going to do right by you. They're going to use as many intimidation tactics as they can to get to their end result. They don't care and we are just low-hanging fruit. So as they file these lawsuits and know, knowingly, they may not have the right to collect from you. They're just gonna do what they're expected to do, like the devil. Don't be mad because the devil is doing devil things. That's his job. It is their job to deceive you, okay? So don't poke the bear. We want that bear to stay sleeping. And that way, when the time comes, they didn't do their job. So like, if we go back to one of my cases, um, I filed my answer. No discovery was done, much like my, my clients. No discovery was done. The status conference came up. They didn't file their statement. They didn't show up. I showed up for the status conference and what ended up happening is the judge did the continuance and said, hey, okay, let's do a continuance for another court date pending dismissal of the case because they didn't show up at the first one so they needed to give a good cause. So unfortunately, this process, it's not a fast process. However, if you do exactly what you're supposed to do, like my clients did, they followed steps to the T. I'm so impressed. 
that they're on the winning side. Okay, 10 days later, they still haven't, the defendants, I'm sorry, the plaintiffs have not filed for um, a pending court date for trial. It's because they had no intentions on doing it. And now, in my opinion, unless they do that, or, you know, there's no status conference or anything, the next, some of the next steps that are going to be coming up is it could potentially be, be dismissed. That's what we're looking for. And, and here's the thing about us, us answering or responding. We have a due diligence to respond. When somebody makes claims against you, it has nothing to do with, oh, um, they're right, I'm wrong. No, no, you audit it, you respond to it. If they can prove the things that they're claiming and they can um, respond to the things that you've claimed, then, and if they can prove all of this, well, then now you can enter into negotiations. And if they can't, then they don't legally have a right to collect anyway. So that's all I'm saying make them prove what they're claiming so okay um i think that's about all i want to cover on this episode but i just want to make sure that you understand don't poke the bear because you you sacrifice your the, your uh, element of surprise don't poke the bear don't poke the bear don't poke the bear i'm sorry all right i'm, I'm okay i'm okay so i really looked for a decent place to make this recording <laughs> And it was so crazy. I'm sitting in a parking lot right now. I brought my mom to the dentist and I, I went up the street because there's a park that I know that I could go to. Well, I couldn't get to the park because of all this construction and then it put me on the freeway and I ended up going. And anyway, so I just, I gave up. And so here I am, I made the recording. So anyway, um, thank you so much for joining me with Sued by the Debt Collector. Don't forget to like and subscribe. This is Terry Jordan Adams of Sued by the Debt Collector. Check us out there and um, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.